0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata.
1: We are back on it's always game day in Cincinnati free agency. I would say it's winding down, but honestly, it was pretty busy on Wednesday. Thursday was an okay day. Friday, you know, my pickup. A lot of these players are doing the visits with teams. There's still some major names out there when you look at the tight end market. Personally, I, I think a lot of Bengals fans... um, have a few guys in mind, and the tight end room is uh, pretty light in Cincinnati right now. I still feel like they bring Mitch Wilcox back for a depth piece, maybe at a lower number, unless his market is okay, and he he ends up signing a couple million dollar deal with another team uh, with the time he was on the field with Joe Burrow last year. But I've always said, if you're a tight end, you want to prove yourself. Go play with Joe Burrow for one year. And your market's gonna go really high because yes, Hayden Hurst was a nice piece on this offense. He wasn't a major piece on the offense, and he's in the twenty millions. Um, no surprise for him to go ahead and take that. And congrats to him to go with the Panthers and get that deal. CJ Uzama last year with the New York Jets. I'm okay with Cincinnati not giving him that contract, uh, but yeah, if you want to come here, play one year, get a multi-year deal elsewhere, the following year, this is a great place for you, uh, for Joe Burrow to get you paid. When you look at some of the tight ends that are available right now. I know you've been a an Austin Hooper guy. Um, do you see any other oh, to- I'm
2: just saying I think that one's realistic. I'm not – he's not my favorite. I just
1: – Not I your favorite, think- a Cincinnati fit.
2: <laughs> I think he's a Cincinnati fit just because he fits uh, the blocking element of everything. But, um, yeah, continue. Sorry. I just – no. no, I don't want to defend myself. I don't know if I want to be the Austin Hooper guy. <laughs>
1: well you know what watch him watch him sign here and he goes off um uh, but no okay I should take that back you said you know it's kind of more of a fit for Cincinnati or more of a Bengals tight end kind of pick for one year uh, maybe two years depending on what that's going to look like I personally think if they bring a Ben in, it's going to be a one-year contract and they'll draft the tight end just because this is a loaded tight end draft class but out of all the free agents who are available right now. Are you surprised any of the big names are still out there? And do you think the market is getting better for the Bengals every day?
2: Yes. Uh but The only tight end signed, there's Josh Oliver who got a huge deal, which is really surprising. Well, huge for what I thought, $7 million a year was really surprising. His projected was three and a half million a year. Um, And then other than that, it's like Chris Manhurst, Andrew Beck, Eric Sauber, basically camp bodies or special teamers. Robert Tunyon did sign with the bears and uh, Evan Engram, recently, you know, he franchise tagged by the Jaguars and then Hayden Hurst obviously went to the Panthers. That still leaves quite a few guys. So you just run down the list of Dalton Schultz. He's the big fish. I think, I think some people would argue Gesicki is, but to me, Schultz is probably the bigger fish by consensus. Uh, according to, the free agency board that I do with Jake Lisco, Joe Goodberry, and James Rapine, he's 25th, and um, Kasiki is 40th. So there's a bit of a difference there. But Kasiki's number two. And that, I think, I don't know if there are players for either one of those guys. After that, in the same tier for me, not for everybody, but for me, in the same tier after that is Austin, is Austin Hooper, Foster Moreau, <laughs> and uh, a one-year contract for Mercedes Lewis, just because nope. I love <laughs> Oh, i love him he's such a good blocker he's such yeah. a good blocker that's the one thing is that would happen and you draft mayor like that's one of those like lewis on a two-year i don't one, sorry one year one year like three million dollar deal and then you draft austin hooper some exciting guy and that you know now you've got your real tight end and then you have your you know fake tight end receiver guy (laughs) and that'd be great I I don't know I'm just a Mercedes Lewis guy so I'll get rid of him but (laughs) Austin Hooper and Foster Morrow I have the same tier after that along with um, Irv Smith Jr so that's just what flavor do you like in that group because to me Austin Hooper Foster Morrow and Irv Smith all to different levels can block I think Austin Hooper might be the best blocker of the trio but I haven't watched all of them in a little while So, But then Foster Monroe and Irv Smith are more dynamic receivers, although Irv Smith not as reliable as the other two. Austin Hooper, probably the most reliable of that group. He has really good hands. So that's where I am on tight end. There's a lot of that. And then who do they go after? If they go after Gesicki, to me, that means they're probably five-man surfaces and full spread because he can't stay in line and block. Legitimately, that's why he wasn't getting snaps for Miami. They wanted him to get snaps but Adam Shaheen can at least get in somebody's way. <laughs> like that's the issue is you try to run some stuff. And it's like, no, oh, I guess he can't get in that guy's way. Or, you know, if he does, he just gets run over. That's why I'm a little bit more, I like going a tier down for probably less money and getting Austin Hooper, Foster, Moreau or Smith types and just like a one-year deal or something. This doesn't feel right. But did you know Austin Hooper is younger than Hayden Hurst?
1: No. I, I wouldn't have Two said that. Two years. No. It's like Hayden Hurst. <laughs> I think people,
2: people think of Austin Hooper as probably like a geriatric man, but he's younger than Hurst of one year, but it's still he's younger. I, I, was, I was shocked. That's why I brought it up.
1: It feels like um, Hayden Hurst, I didn't realize it, but after the season it felt like he – i don't know got older like two years and one year i don't know i was like well he's pretty young he's okay for a one-year deal and now i'm like wait he's kind of old now he's 30 he was, he was here for one year and i'm like yeah he's he's
2: too he old he came you into the league old like that's that's uh doing the smallest amount of research possible i think he came in the league at like 25 years old that's or 24 so he came in old
1: if you're a tight end and you played with joe Burrow, cj uzama Hurst. Do you mm-hmm. give Joe Burrow like a gift basket? Because they're, it's insane, the, the number that both of them – I feel it's pretty insane because I don't think Hayden Hurst's numbers were that crazy or anything like that. He missed a few games this year.
2: Yeah, I think um, gift basket would work. I also think, you know, you could go on a podcast and kind of trash the organization too. That would also <laughs>
1: – <laughs> you think Aaron Rodgers takes the Joe Burrow leap this year with the Jets? <laughs> I
2: mean <laughs> – Do you think CQS makes the team – I don't want to be rude. He probably does. But, oh, my goodness, they have so many tight ends. They just trade for Darren Waller. And want Mercedes on... Lewis. They want Mercedes.
1: He's on the list. I have
2: competition.
1: He's on the list. I <laughs> thought you were making a joke because Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's not no, his.
2: they drafted um, the Ohio State guy last year, too.
1: I know. And, and their Conklin. starter
2: wasn't even Uzama last year. It was uh, Tyler Conklin.
1: Yeah, that's what's can you crazy. Have
2: five tight ends on an active roster. Like, I don't think you can.
1: Go back to my Twitter page from a couple days ago. I said, I think the Jets have 100 tight ends on this roster because there were rumors that Mercedes uh, Lewis was actually one of the tight ends that Aaron Rodgers brought up to the New York Jets to talk to. And I was what? That team doesn't need another tight end. Uh, the Bengals have zero tight ends right now. And this team has like five or six. Uh, but yeah, no, it is actually pretty crazy. But good, good for those oh, tight wait. ends. Oh,
2: my goodness. I mixed up my New Jersey teams. Darren Waller's a giant. Okay, four tight ends on the roster. That actually makes sense.
1: Yeah, they have a few. They have quite a few. Okay, uh,
2: I was, man, when that happened, I must have just saw Jets and I was like, oh my goodness, they're stupid. And I was like, no, it's me.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, they're both in New Jersey.
2: <laughs> my reading so. comprehension. It was my lowest ACT score.
1: Same location, technically.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, geography, I got a minor in
1: so you know it makes sense just i mean just kind of the same locker well maybe a different locker room but same, place, I, don't, same
2: place. <laughs> I don't think it's the same locker <laughs> <you imagine going. laughs> zach wilson <laughs> zach wilson infuriates two locker rooms at once
1: <laughs> i mean that whole jets thing is i i and i i'm gonna get to the safety there's
2: rogers in both locker rooms <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a locker room. He's part of the the front office. He sits you're right, upstairs. you right. right.
2: Him and Russell Wilson, uh, they get their own office.
1: I swear that's gonna blow up in the Jets' face, and I'm here for it because keep keep adding to the AFC. Keep telling me how loaded the AFC is, and it's gonna oh, make be- the AFC
2: East loaded. it. Let, let the Bills lose more games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in.
1: And at the end of the day it's going to be Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and and I, and I just I feel that way we we saw it two years in a row and it and you keep loading it keep loading the AFC I don't need, I'm not even worried anymore it's just the way it is and bring on all the competition uh for the Cincinnati Bengals not not too worried about it I hope I don't jinx the team right now
0: Okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Uh, But let's go to the safety position because move on from Von Bell. Move on from Jesse Bates. Dax Hill is your starter. Taylor Rapp reports uh, as we were recording this podcast. He actually visited the Patriots today and he is one of the safeties that will be visiting with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Nick Scott was another safety that visited with them as uh, Thursday. We're recording this on a Thursday, visited with them on a Thursday. They have yet to to make a safety signing. I still feel like they're going to bring a vet in because Luna Rumo actually talked about that this week. He'd feel comfortable if they uh, brought a vet safety in. I don't think they're going to run with Tyson Anderson as the other safety alongside Dax Hill. And I think that's a smart move when you think of the secondary. What do you know about Taylor Rapp?
2: Starter for the Rams for a while. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of into Taylor Rapp. To be honest, I'm almost a little more intrigued with Nick Scott. And I know that, is a spicy take for what I see on Twitter where everybody seems to be in love with Taylor rap, but I think he's more so fine. And Nick Scott also probably just fine. I'm happy with either one. <laughs> um, same tier for me, I think. But yeah, I, in my mind, I'm like, well, Nick Scott's really intriguing to me because he hasn't started very long and he did pretty well when he was asked to start. So that, I like Taylor Rapp, though. I'm not going to try to say that I, I don't I don't enjoy his game. I think this is where I am is basically I made the tweet about it where I said there are still a lot of safeties out there. Chauncey Gardner, Johnson, John Johnson, Terrell, Edmonds, Julian Love, Taylor Rapp, Adrian Amos, Rodney McLeod, and Deron Harmon. I didn't even know Nick Scott was a free safety. Or Sorry. I Well, free safety, I guess. But I didn't even know Nick Scott was a free agent, but he would be on that list as well. So – it's like eight guys. I'm not nervous about safety yet. Like I I said, three names is when I'll start getting nervous. This is such a wave three signing to me. You sign a starter. You don't, you probably don't get Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Do you get John Johnson? I think Terrell Edmonds is a fine fit. I think Taylor Rapp's a fine fit. I think Nick Scott's a fine fit. So like, oh, there's, there's plenty of guys out there. And even if you wanted to get geriatric, a one-year deal for a 35-year-old Kareem Jackson is on the table, and I don't mean to be rude. 35 is not really old; it's just NFL old.
1: Oh, it's know? it's old in the NFL. <laughs> it's old
2: in the NFL, <laughs> but you know, it's not like it's. Not I mean, like, there's
1: not a whole lot of besides. I mean, we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers, and he's 40. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, I I think I honestly think they're going to try and go. They're going to go vet. Probably not 35-year-old yeah, vet, but so hey, who ready. knows. I think Chauncey is using the Cincinnati Bengals as leverage. As leverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little, he deletes tweets. He mm-hmm. um, has Bengals players retweeting him. You have Cam Taylor Britt saying. If well, they alert- want him,
2: of course. He's the best safety bill. Yeah,
1: if, you're, if you're Cam and you're Cheeto and you're Mike Hilton, you say, yes, bring on all the safety. And I just, and I've said it before, when it comes to the Jesse Bates contract, when we knew they were going to move on with him, they don't value that position at a high number. They value wide receiver. They value quarterback, offensive line. We're starting to see when it comes to the tackle position. But when it's a safety position, I don't see them giving Chauncey $11 million a year. I don't see them giving 10, not nine v eight is when a conversation could possibly happen, but does he want to take a pay cut when he can probably get that with another team? I, I think it's all a leverage situation. I know that they're bringing guys back who they said they were going to cut. When you think about the Eagles defense, me personally, I would like that safety money that I think a lot of Bengals social media get excited when they see that, that hot name. I'd rather that go to T Higgins. I'd rather that go to mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's contract. Um, Just get a guy who can start because I still believe in, in a with the secondary.
2: Yeah. Um, the one thing about Nick Scott is he is older than you would think. Uh, that was the one thing that was surprising for me was Nick Scott is, I believe 28. He's only started two years. So I was thinking he was like 25 and I said, well, 28, that's, it's a little up there. Taylor Rapp, the other player that they have brought in is 26. Julian loves 25. Cheryl Edmonds is 26. Chauncey Garner Johnson's 26. Like they're probably going after one of these guys that's under 30. And especially that twenty-five to twenty-six area that seems to be a sweet spot for them. So uh, Nick Scott doesn't fit that, but he's he's still like low miles on the tires because he was like a seventh-round pick, so he didn't start much. He played some special teams, but those are a lot of safeties out there. Like at worst, you probably end up with a guy that starts one year, and that's fine. You just survive a year, and you're back in the market again next year, and you still have money for it. So that's, that's, that's where I am on it. I don't know where you are, but I am not sweating the safety market at all.
1: No, no. And and I think we still don't know what Dax Hill is. Um, A lot of people were down on him and he never even got the chance to play in his position last year when he was getting any reps on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I I do have faith in what he's going to be able to bring to the safety position. I just... I know it gets exciting during free agency when you see these hot names and you're like, well, they have all this money. They can give it to this player. And I just, I'd rather not. And 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 there's a reason that Jesse Bates isn't on this roster anymore. Um, It's it's because they weren't going to throw, they, they had a number with Jesse Bates and th- they didn't want to go above that. So I don't see them. And look, I'd love to be wrong because I was wrong about Jermaine Pratt. He is back. I didn't think Orlando Brown was coming to Cincinnati. And um, I thought Von Bell was coming back. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, your defense gets better, but personally, I'd rather just that money go to, I mean, maybe you bring in a, a vet tight end that you're paying a little more money to for a one to two year deal and you draft a tight end. Um, but I'm just not, I, I'm not really strong with, with giving a safety a lot of money.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not, uh, find a starter and don't. Like I'm, if they sign Chauncey Carter Johnson, it's hard not to be excited about that. Oh, game 100%. Game. Yeah,
1: I would like, I would love it. A very exciting yeah. time. I'd be like, yes, yeah. good job, great money, good, you know, great contract. But personally and especially
2: like front loaded or something, do all that. Maybe you could make it work, play Tetris and still get the T Higgins contract to fit in there. I just I'd rather have T Higgins than any of those guys. I would rather have T Higgins than any free agent right now. Uh I think Dalton Schultz is my next highest. I was- Let's see. Yeah, Dalton Schultz and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So if I, yeah, same tier. I have them both in tier two. Uh, If I'm like, you know, if I like T more than those guys, T would be a tier one free agent. That's where I am on it. So, yeah, not sweating free agency with the safeties. I think they're going to slow play it right now because it's been a slow burn at at safety. So they they have no reason to try to speed themselves up. The reason to speed yourself up for Orlando Brown is he's he's eye up there. I don't think they're in the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson market. So there's a lot of these tier three, tier four safeties. and. They are perfectly fine taking their time on this and getting a guy for the right money, just like they did with Brown.
1: Yeah. Every day that goes by, I feel like is a good news for the Cincinnati Bengals and this free agency has been pretty quiet over on the NFL, but a great move by the Cincinnati Bengals again, not officially official, but, you know he, he's talking about it, and uh, all the NFL insiders have talked about it. Four-year deal. He's coming to Cincinnati to protect Joe Burrow on the left side. And we'll have plenty when it comes to free agency. We'll be back next week. Uh, maybe some more moves for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, I know you're busy on over on all Bengals. What's up there right now?
2: Obviously, it's gonna be an Orlando Brown article.
1: That's, good. that's a good move because we were talking on Tuesday and you we were like, you know, maybe I'll go draft prospect. Maybe I'll as go- I was
2: like, I don't know if they signed anybody worth writing about. <laughs> if it was okay, just Cody Ford right. and Ed Skip it, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not writing
1: about him. I think, you know, Orlando Brown would do pretty good. So, you know, that might be the route you want to take. And uh, I know you have great clips over on your Twitter page, too. I think great breakdowns if uh, Bengals fans, they need to follow you. Bengals underscore sand. You'll have all that. And then online, all Bengals. Again, we'll be back next Tuesday to recap what has happened in the last few days for the Cincinnati Bengals when it comes to free agency. You can follow me at LNDS Patterson. But thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.